0: Welcome to the Sundry Podcast. I am your host, Demetria Alston. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Sundry Podcast. I have a special co-host with me in the studio tonight, and. His name is Anthony Alston, my husband. Everybody, welcome him to the podcast.
1: Why, thank you so much, babe. I'm glad to be here.
0: All right, so tonight we are going to be talking about relating to in-laws. So we have a couple of topics that we'll talk about as it relates to in-laws. The first one is, what do you call your mother-in-law or your father-in-law? I don't know if that's a topic that might be a little difficult for some. For me, it has been pretty interesting over these last 21 years. And we have a little bit of a unique situation because my husband's parents are, or were divorced and are remarried. And so I have two sets of in-laws. So there's a a little bit more to the dynamic there. Lots of love. Yeah, definitely lots (laughs) of love to go around. So I'm just curious as to What do people call their in-laws? I made mention on, I think, Instagram, probably Facebook as well, that I put a little teaser out that I was going to share a 21-year-old secret. So I'm just going to start off the show with it. I don't know if any of my in-laws are listening or brother-in-law, sister-in-law, anybody. If they don't know now, then they're going to know. So here is the secret. I do not call my in-laws anything. And so (laughs) you might be wondering, what do you mean you don't call them anything? And I mean literally, I do not call them anything. I was not sure about what to call them. I didn't want to do mom or dad because both of my parents were still alive. So it felt kind of generic to say or just not? um Just n- not generic, but in a way it almost felt authentic. like it was disrespectful. Okay. Oh, to your parents? Yeah, okay. for me. I was like, I already have a, I have a mom and a dad who are, you know, living. I don't know if, it, if I would feel the same way if they weren't. So you told
1: me this before. I thought it was, it, it still seems... Odd to me that you didn't just call them Mr. and Mrs. Like Mr. But Alston, you know what? Ms. That
0: seems that seems so formal, and the relationship definitely wasn't, you know, a formal one. So I was like, I don't want to say Mr. Brown or Mrs. Brown or Mrs. Austin, Mr. Austin. So I have not called them anything for the past twenty one years. So people are you probably just, wondering. Uh, no, hey. but if they, if I have to talk to them. You I mean, start with the start with
1: the the. the I just start. The, I start the conversation
0: no if I or I will literally walk close to be in the same proximity <laughs> and start talking so they know I'm talking to them. So you
1: have to make eye contact before you talk to them. <laughs> <with> them. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do.
0: I, mean? so they know you're I just to you. go. I go. And be, I have to just make sure I'm close by wherever they are. The, over these and start 20, talking.
1: 21 years, one of them is probably like, that. Late, that that's a disrespectful for girls. had not said my name said, one time. But I'm
0: curious now like, as to whether or not they even picked up on it. Like, you know what? She does not call us anything. She just starts talking. Now, I will say for your, and I guess just to distinguish the relationships, I will call people by formal titles. So for his um, stepmother. I call her by her first name. And I think that's because I've heard you call her by her first name.
1: Yeah. You know what? And that's a I think that's an interesting conversation too, you know. And I, um
0: but sometimes because, you say mom, but I yeah, think Yeah, sometimes but, too. but because I know you've mentioned her um you called her by her first name, so I feel comfortable calling her by her first name. I think
1: probably, I think really the reason for that is because we didn't really I didn't grow up in that household. Yeah. So as opposed to me, my mom and my stepfather, growing up in that household made it more uh, comfortable to call him dad as opposed to uh, calling my stepmom mom. But mm-hmm. I still do it. Yeah. Know? And I, I, you know, I have to admit, it doesn't feel as as fluid as a, uh, you know, normal. I guess. Yeah. Uh, when I say it, um, when I call her by, you know, call her mom, but I do.
0: Um, I am curious now that I've said it and I thought about this like years ago. I was like, maybe I should ask, you know, well, what should I call you? Or, but then I was like, most people, I feel like always say, Oh, call me mom or dad. And I didn't want to be like, well, no, I don't want to call you that. So I just never did. And I I guess by the grace of God, I've never been in a situation where I need to like have to call them something. Like I said, if we're together, I just start talking. (laughs) And it has worked out. I don't know if it's going to work out if they listen to this, how it's going to work. They're going to demand
1: demand some some respect from now on. Oh, my god! some respect on my name. Mr., Mrs., Mom,
0: Dad, somebody. I will say I was pleasantly surprised that I was not alone. So I did look up um, online just to see, you know, has anyone else been in this same dilemma about, What do do they call their mother-in-laws? And so they um, did a survey with 20, I think it was 23 brides, asking what do they call their mother-in-law, father-in-law. Everyone, no, this one was, I think, just for the mother-in-law. Everyone except for two people said that they either did something formal like Mr. Brown or Mrs. Brown. Most people did mom or dad. And there were two people who said they didn't call them by anything, because they felt either that it was disrespectful to their parent because their parent was still alive, or they just weren't that comfortable with saying mom or dad.
1: This is funny. It, it, people feel like they're cheating on their parents because I of, know. And I was like, else, yes, I'm not like. alone.
0: I'm not the only one. <laughs> so if you're out there listening, when I post this, I want you to share your comments as to whether or not that's ever been a dilemma for you or just what you call your mother-in-law, father-in-law. So I could
1: definitely say that. I think um, in every um, one who's been in a family or has, a, you know, the, the family where you have step-parents and step-children for that matter, I think there's always, there's a moment where the decision is made. It's like, what, you know, where's the where's the dividing line in, in the moment where you're able to say, okay, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you dad. You You've earned the right for me to call you mom or call you dad or... And, um, you know, I, I think I even remember seeing on some some old television show, you know, uh, kids, yeah. you know, don't I'm call sure me, I'm saying... not your dad, that yeah. kind of thing going on. Yeah. So there is a, a specific point, I think, in relationships where, uh, especially with kids and, and, and step parents, where, uh, you know, the line is crossed and one person has earned the right to be called mom, dad, as opposed to stepmom or or first name. I can remember when I was younger, it definitely was something that held a lot of weight for me. Mm -hmm. So even with my stepfather, it wasn't something that was initially done. So it was, you know, I I think I was calling him by his first name. You know what? I don't even, maybe I don't even remember calling him anything at at first. Same thing with my stepmom. So because it it did, as a young person, it did feel like I was disrespecting my mom or I'm not giving my mom, you know, I don't don't love my mom as much.
0: Well, I think that's a so, and that's a different dynamic because then now we're talking about child and parent. True, true. Um, but then, you know, as you look at just the in-law situation, for brother-in-law, sister-in-law, I don't think that's like a big deal. I mean, I have a brother, you have, you know, brother or sister, so it's yeah. not a thing of, I think where you feel like it's disrespect if you call somebody else bro or sis. I know your brother does that, and I'm like, you know, hey, that's fine. Yeah. Or I'll be like, hey, sis, or something. Mostly, I think I still probably call people. I I probably interchange a little bit by their first name, just depending. But it's not a it's not a thing of where I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So for the brother-in-law or sister-in-law, it's not a big deal for me. But that doggone mother-in-law, father-in-law thing has had me shook for 21 years. Well, you I am gonna have released. You're going to have a breakthrough tonight. I mean, I'm still going to probably just start talking <laughs> when I see him. <laughs> Cause I still don't know if I want to call a mom or dad. Okay. But um, yeah. At least now the secret's out, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll have to do an update. I'm if, call my mom if something changes tomorrow. I'll say, hey, did you know that? <laughs> I'm really curious now, though. I did just anybody, want
1: to see if anyone's uh, picked up on? Yeah, it. have
0: they picked up on, or are they just kind of like, you know? Because I mean, if you think about it, if we talk on the phone. Obviously, I knew who I'm talking to. They knew who they're talking to. So yeah. there's like. Not a real need for, but when we are together. So you know what's funny? I call your
1: parents. I just say Mister and Mrs.
0: I know, you, like I know Ms. you leaders. do that. And I've always been like, but you know Some, they didn't care. And they every don't now care. and then, I think
1: I may have called your mom, mom. Every now and then. Mostly you
0: say Mrs. Lee, so correct, correct. I'm just like, hey, I'm like whatever because I know I feel a certain way. So I was like, I'm not, yeah. I don't care. I, I don't think, think they
1: care, and I don't know. I th- I feel like. You know we've been in a, it's like a relationship you've been with someone uh as a family for so long like she's certainly been like your mom has certainly been motherly to me like mm-hmm. i respect her as a mother and um love her as a mother over these 21 years so you know uh, she's not i don't think calling her mom is replacing my mom you know my mom yeah. a place the only you know yeah. that only she can have but uh, you'll never replace my mama but um <laughs> <laughs> she you know, I certainly I, I think it's just it's just a a, a a way of of saying of giving someone a title that means you really, really care about them.
0: I I see that, so I don't know. we'll see. we'll see if anything happens in these next years moving forward. So let's um along the same lines of talking about in-laws and how we relate to them, let's talk about how we, especially with the holidays coming up, the difficulties that we've had especially with splitting the holidays because you know as we mentioned we have three sets of family that we kind of have my, to take
1: my, 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 my.
0: all right with the same i'm just, it's just okay that's tough so, that's a tough that is a yeah, tough yeah that is you know hard 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 um i think mostly too because you yeah. want to be able to spend the holidays with everybody yeah. and even if you try to rotate then it's almost like, especially once we had kids. When we didn't have kids, which wasn't you know for that long of a time before we were, after we were married, but once you have kids, you want to start doing things to like build your own um, family traditions at your house. And so, one of the things that I didn't like was every holiday. You know, we were going somewhere because we were trying to rotate. So and you know, what, Thanksgiving. So, yeah, it wasn't like Christmas.
1: We, I mean, that so. Having I you know growing up with parents who were divorced and then parents who were remarried and you know I I would always want to I felt like I was one of the the people in the family that always wanted to, wanted everyone to be together so you know even to this day it's tough not being able to spend a lot of holidays with everyone because if you think we have a three way rotation yeah you have your parents I have two sets of parents so. Christmas, if we want to spend Christmas just with just with us, yeah, we may have to wait like four years. I know you got to go to uh, and that's and as parents, yeah, and um, so it's like really
0: take a break because we're like, okay, I'm like, I want to have a a, yeah. tr- a holiday where I wake up at my house, yeah. and you know we come down under our tree and not somebody else's tree. Yeah. So yeah, that's and yeah.
1: So I mean, you know, it's just it's just not. It's, it's it's good to have this much family, but it's difficult because, you know, you find yourself saying, well, I don't want this parent or this family to feel left out or to feel like we're choosing not to be with them yeah. on these holidays or this holiday. Yeah. And really it's just us saying, okay, what works best. Sometimes it's about, okay, we can't afford to go away here and stay there for a week. We're going to just go here. So it's just, you know, it's always been a pretty uh, – Tense time when we're trying to decide when and where we want to go for holidays.
0: I, I will say that I think we are um, fortunate or, you know, blessed to have family that gets along really well. And so, um, with your family in particular, we have, you know, the one holiday where we do a week, I guess I can, you know, just say at Christmas time, where, you know, we do the week vacation. So sometimes, most of the time it's been, you know, in Myrtle Beach. Sometimes we do Outer Banks and uh, we've been kind of alternating between those two spots. Everybody gets together um, and we have like a really good time for that week. And so a couple years ago, my parents were able to come and I actually kind of got that side of my family to say, hey, either we all try to do something where we all get like a house like they do so we can all be together. And that was really me just kind of being selfish because I wanted to see my other side of the family, but I knew we were going to be with your side of the family. So I was like, Hey, won't we just kind of include them in and that way I could get both people. And so that particular year, uh, my other side of the family, they did a little something as well. So we were able to spend time with them. But my parents stayed um at the, the Amy, beach house Amy. with us. So I thought that was really nice. But something that I I know we are definitely fortunate in the sense that I know there are a lot of people who do not get along with their in laws. So they are not staying, you know, a week <laughs> vacationing yeah. with anybody anyway. And we've done that with my parents, yeah, we've done that sides, with both yeah. sides. Your parents, where we've gone on extended vacations, and we that's have true. a really I think good we time. Really, yeah,
1: we definitely, I, I definitely feel like that's um, a blessing to be able to have really all sides, all families are very, um, you know, comfortable with one another and loving and flexible. The only thing, yeah, that is awkward for me is when my parents are together that's weird that's oh. weird from my from, from the time when i was very young so you know obviously my parents are both remarried and i'm grown <laughs> <laughs> i've been grown for a long time i got four kids but it is it is it is awkward for me when my two parents come together and you know we're together somewhere. I don't know why, what it is. They you don't. Know what? They don't. They I, haven't shown me that they have not that they don't like each other. It's, they don't argue. They're always nice and polite, and everybody's it's all good. Even the step my step step parents, it's all cool. But for some reason, for I me, do, I sense it's, that it's just a too, very too. awkward thing when my two parents are in the same place.
0: And that it, does happen weird. sometimes. Yeah, when I don't we, know. You know, for certain.
1: So. Uh, Maybe occasions. that's just me. Yeah. I don't. They, they they probably could care less. They probably you know I mean they've been married to their own spouses now for a oh, while wow. thirty years probably so are are better. That well, is no, interesting more than that, that you are um, but um
0: you still carrying around a little little inner child Tony that has that struggle. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might need to go therapy for that. So listen to episode one. Go to therapy. Okay. All right. So um so we talked about you know vacationing together how it's difficult um, for splitting the holidays. So along the lines of still talking about how you relate to each other, this might be more of a a, a woman thing, but you can chime in when you are visiting your in-laws, do you have a certain way of interacting with them? Or are there some things that are like, okay, this is kind of off limits. This is not, what do you do? So one of the things that I struggle with a little bit, not a lot. It's not a real big, big deal for me, but it's just a little, little bit of a deal. I, is I know
1: what you're going to
0: say. Helping out in the kitchen. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> because I am always like, okay, how much is too much to do? And then I think about when I go to visit somebody and, or if they come to visit me. So if you come, you're staying at my house. I'm not expect like I really don't even want you in the kitchen. <laughs> this is, but you know what? This is more. It might be I feel a, like woman this thing. Is a
1: woman thing. Well, I shouldn't say woman thing. It's a person who is in charge of the kitchen in their home thing, right? So if, if you're the person who in your home cooks all the time and is is you know rules the roost in the in the uh, kitchen. It's. It feels different when other people come into that space that and want to be in charge. So,
0: you maybe know, that's I think it. when you,
1: I, whether someone comes here or you go there, you may feel awkward being in their space. They may. So I. I don't know if it's um, But
0: I. But I feel like, and this will. I'm going to ask the listeners to chime in on this too. Is that something that is just? Is that a woman thing? Do you need to be the one who's in charge of cooking or? You know, where does that come from? Because I feel like even, so definitely here. If you come here, then I'm like, listen, I'm getting up and I'm cooking, you know, <laughs> breakfast. If I'm making lunch or dinner, whatever, I'm doing it. You don't, want, you don't it. want help? If I want help, I want it probably. But I could and some. Could ask
1: for people to, to help. It, it
0: just it. depends, like okay. some minor things. But I don't want people to come you if you're a visitor yeah. and be like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm a cook today or, you know, or just doing like too much. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't really like that. I just want to be like, no, if you're here visiting, then just, and I get, if your family it's like, Oh, make yourself at home. I think the
1: difference, so the difference, the the dynamic that we have here being a satellite family, you know, we're, we we are the only family that we have in. Oh, I wonder if that makes um, a difference. I think, had we stayed in one of the space you know in one of the places where our family families are i believe we'd be more open to people coming in and making themselves at home uh, and that's one thing I, I think we miss about not being closer to family is just the the um freedom to have you know we you tell family all the time my home is your home my house is your house yeah and um that can happen if your brother stays up the street from you you know if you if you're uh, In law is stays, you know, m- minutes away, and uh, although that might be a problem, also, but you know, I think uh, I think the hesitancy might be the fact that we rarely get to see our family, you know, here.
0: So I don't. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to say that that's not because that might be, you know, some underlying issue that I'm just not aware of. But I know even like if I go to. When we go to your mom, I feel like she is kind of like, oh, you know, this is my kitchen. Like, she will even... Well, I mean, yeah, you cooking breakfast, you get up early so you can have breakfast ready. Oh, yeah, everything's going
1: to be done by when we Yeah, get so anyway, by the time so. you, like, get up and yeah.
0: stuff, you know, she's like, okay, everything is done. Yeah. Or even probably... While she's doing breakfast, she might start getting some dinner stuff ready, just so yeah. I'm stuff just going on the ready. record and say
1: I want nobody touching nothing that my mom is preparing because it's already gonna be perfect. So anyway. okay,
0: <laughs> so you know, with her, I will. I'll offer, but I know it's gonna be like, oh no, I got it kind of thing. But if she wants me to do something, I'll be like, you know, sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, for the most part, she always just kind of does, and I and I feel like that's what she. Wants is to like you know let me you know let me just handle it I'm doing it you know this is what so I don't even you know what, really I, I ask like, like that
1: and I don't hope this doesn't sound so but I, so but I think if it's always felt to me like my mom just it ha- has joy when she's I think cooking so. for people yeah I was and, gonna say I think that's um, you know, how she kitchen, shows like, she seems love, it, like so. really and then cooking a good meal and having people. Enjoy Enjoy the meal. I think that definitely feels like she gets, um, you know, joy and happiness from cooking for people and having people be able to kind of fraternize and socialize around the table. And, you know,
0: I get that. I get that. Um, When we go to, now we go to your your dad and your Mm stepmom. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I just want to distinguish for the listeners, you know, like who I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Um, We don't refer to them as, you know, stepmom or anything like that. When we go there, then, you know, she's definitely more open and like, hey, you know, what do you want to cook? Go ahead and cook, blah, blah, blah. She'll cook some stuff too, but she's definitely like, yeah, you can go ahead and do whatever. She'll just kind of step back. So it's kind of like depends on where you go. But I know for me, I'm just like, if you're here and you're a guest, then I just prefer... That I just do the cooking.
1: You know what we should do? What? We should invite more people over so we can. What's simply... that?
0: So, what? I can share the kitchen? Yeah. That does not have anything to do with that. <laughs> that is not the same thing. Everybody, so, you're all mm-hmm. invited
1: to Sunday dinner at the Halstons.
0: Mm hmm. We won't be here. <laughs> just <laughs> knock and keep knocking.
1: <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's rude. No. So, anyway, so. That is, that kind of wraps up today what we were talking about with relating to the in-laws. I am very interested to hear some of your insights as to what you call your in-laws. Do you have any, you know, special kind of rules when you're um, visiting? You know, do you help in the kitchen? Do you not help in the kitchen? Or, you know, just tell me your thoughts on, on what we talked about today. I will continue with our word of the day segment so if you are ready here is the word for the day oh before we get to the word of the day i did have a couple of tips five tips for getting along with your in-laws that i wanted to share with you so tip number one get to know them so i think it's important the more comfortable you get around your in-laws that's going to help so take the time to really get to know people on a personal level.
1: I think you got to really just understand that you are family I and mean, like, you know, you're not um, a biological child, but the next best thing. And, um, you know, one thing I enjoy talking to your father about all the time is his experience in the military and in Vietnam and, you know, just, just it's just uh, been fun getting to know them and, and on a personal level. So I completely agree with that one.
0: All right, number two know your limits so if you know that maybe you don't do well in big crowds um and so you may not want to be at the family reunion for you know five six hours if you know that's not going to work well with your personality so just know what your limits are and try to work within those confines as well all right number three maintain a careful distance so I thought this was funny when I was, That's you know, finding this list because it said that if you don't get along so well, then you don't want to necessarily always put yourself in a situation where you're having to deal with that person. Sometimes that might even mean, um, you know, moving like if you're in a different state interesting that you don't. Um, Because if you're not in the same state or like you said, I mean, you're up the street, you know, you would be seeing each other all the time. Don't saturate the relationship. That is a good way to put it. We should (laughs) we should rewrite tip number three. Don't saturate it. All right. Number four, keep things cordial. So, you know, always just try to be polite. Don't, you know, like maybe hold on the grudges too long. So just kind of keep things cordial when you're around each other. Be polite, Mm -hmm. you know. Fake you, it till you yeah, make it. Yeah. Oh, I man, that. I like that one.
1: Respect. <laughs> <laughs> you respect respect your in-laws because you love your spouse.
0: That is very true. So the last tip, which I think is probably one of the most important ones, is put your relationship first. So you know you uh, – I won't say that um, this is the case for everyone, but we have heard of instances where the – son might be a little too close to the mom or the, daughter. And, or the daughter could be really close to the father and it might come to the cost of the relationship that the husband and wife have together so you have to remember that the husband and wife relationship is the most important one so you want to keep that relationship first any thoughts on that
1: no just to say that you look
0: beautiful tonight okay thank you What what do you want? No. (laughs) All right. So now we are ready for the word of the day. And the word of the day is grandiloquent. Grandiloquent. G-R-A-N-D-I-L-O-Q-U-E-N-T. Grandiloquent. And it means a lofty, colorful style of speaking intended to impress or being vain or pompous in an overbearing style. And so two sentence examples are the speech while intended to be motivational came across as grandiloquent with too many pretentious words and phrases, or instead of receiving the award humbly, she didn't thank anyone in her grandiloquent acceptance speech. So grandiloquent it's an adjective, try to find a way to use it in your vocabulary this week. Until next time, we will see you later. Thanks so much for tuning in and do not miss episode three. You are going to be in for a treat.